are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. And with me, as always, is a usual suspect, Mr. Lee. Um, 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 washerwoman. I mean, washerman. Washerman? Gerstman, whatever the case may be. <laughs> yeah, I Fuck get... these assholes. <laughs> yeah, that, Never mind. that make fun of me, huh, for saying your name wrong. <laughs> I just no, no, emphasize no, no, it. No, 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 just fuck the assholes for not for not liking High and Dry by Def Leppard better. better. Huh, I, I, I'm kind of a wash on that. I like them both the same, you know, Pyromania and High and Dry, so. I didn't even mention Pyromania, fuck! <laughs> well, let's, sa- let's save that anger for our new segment called What... What Lee got pissed off this week at this and, week. And I'll leave I'll, I'll leave alone what I got pissed off of today for next week. Okay. So why are you so pissed off this week, Lee? I was pissed off... Well, the thing that got me really, really angry... Well, it started out good. I went to the cafe. And this lady, cashier, was so good-looking... She had a tucked-in sweater that was like a really good thick sweater. A lot of the women in Columbia are wearing their sweaters tucked in. They're not like North Carolina slump. Wear their sweat clothes and say, Hey, bitch, come to dinner. Fuck you people who like that. Fuck you. But anyway, she looked so good and she touched my hand when giving me the change. And I was like, wow. So I hadn't done some writing, so I did writing, and I did my whole first chapter of the novel. It was so good. Then I came home, and I lost my fucking notebook. It must have been my backpack was open, but I was blaming people on Facebook, thinking, Lee doesn't like slobs, so fuck him, so we're going to make sure he loses his notebook. But I beat them to the punch. I redid the chapter. I'm not saying it's as good as the first, but I'm saying I redid it. And then since then, I had a lot of good energy. So ha 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 on you. But I'm 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 actually pretty pissed off at myself because I I had the notebook in my fucking bag. And it's like, why the hell would it not be there? It's like, fuck, these fucking um, dead relatives and their ghosts, they just <laughs> like to fuck with me. And so, fuck you, you dead relatives and ghosts. I hate your shit. You, 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 you ate Velveeta cheese and, 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 and you ate Vienna sausages and got 400 pounds. And then you complain to me? Because I put cumin in my barbecue sauce, and I and I say I like Pepsi better than Coca Cola. Damn you, fucking pieces of shit! Fuck you! But they're but 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 they they're they're no longer around, and I can't I can't scream at them in person. But but I, I'm still pissed. But anyway. Um, I went to the bathroom so I'm not 
totally with more piss than my you know what I'm 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 clean. So it's all good for the moment until I burp and then I'll get me more angry, but right now I'm okay. Yeah. Well fuck all man. Right. Sounds like you had a fucked up day. <laughs> well, that day I did. Today was a good day, but but you're telling me that it's making me angry, so I'm going to have to put this in the next week's episode. <laughs> All right. Thank you for nothing, you fuck. I mean, you nice, good guy <laughs> who does a podcast and whose check is about to clear. Shit, I get paid for this? I no. The, I, oh. My check. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck that shit. I have another thing to talk about, the fact that you um, call me out on my lies. <laughs> That's funny. Well, that was uh, <laughs> that was our new segment. What pissed off Lee this week? So, wait but till... I have to thank you because now maybe things will get better. He got to vent on the podcast, and you get yeah. to vent a lot on the podcast when I don't like something you don't like. <laughs> oh, um, I uh, oh, don't remind me, I. My voice is about to run out. I don't want to be like Tom Kiefer, whose voice will bleed, just because I said, Fuck you, Mark! Ow! My voice is bleeding! And you say, you shouldn't say, fuck you, Mark. And I go, okay, you little angel. Oh, your voice is cleared up. <laughs> well, so, I, just, I just... Mark, you little angel, my voice is cleared up. How I, about that? I got the new Tom Kiefer coming in today. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually, I, I said that as a joke, but, but in truth, he had, like, a lot of vocal issues. But, I mean, I'm glad that he can still sing. I hope I can still yell when I'm older. Yeah, it was just mental. He said he had to go to therapy on that because it, nothing wrong with his vocal cords. It's just one day he couldn't sing. It's like he could talk, but he couldn't sing. Yeah. It was, like, weird. So Yeah. I, 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 I'm hoping that there well. I was going to say something about what groups I hope had that problem, but I'm not going to say it now because you'll be saying some shit. So let's forget it. Uh, I know you like Def Leppard to have that problem. <laughs> All right, that, that's that's an okay group to mention. All right, you know what? I you guys, I don't. I guess I'm different because Def Leppard. I like everything they've done except songs from the Sparkle Lounge. That album really fucking blew. But I like, basically, their last album was really fucking good until fucking, this is a gripe for me, and I think I've already griped about this, until Phil Cullen took Tesla and made them into Def Leppard Light, fucker. Wow. It, it, I, I didn't want to think that Phil Cullen had anything to do with their crappy sound. He was originally in a group called Girl. Yeah, with the which, Phil Lewis. Yeah, yeah, and, and they were pretty good. So I'm, I'm. But, but here's here's one thing I want to say. Um, Pete Willis, the guy who was out of the group, he did some stuff under a name Willis, his own group, and I heard it, and it sounded lame, like some of Def Leppard's lame stuff. So you never know. It could have just been that they just just went in that direction. I'm not going to blame Pete Willis's leaving for their lame direction because he went and he did some stuff which makes Loverboy 
sound like Judas Priest. Well, they came out and sounded like ACDC, and then they went into like pop metal, pop rock, which is like. Yeah, and I but don't you, like it that. But much. you understand that Joe Elliott's ma major influences and Phil Cullen is Mott and the Hoople. That's pop. You know, they like that. Oh my god, you, you don't even fucking know the first couple of albums? Damn you! Mott That's Hoople? another thing I'm going to talk about later. Mata Hoople was pretty heavy. They were pretty fucking good. Damn it, I, I'm, I'm going to have to keep quiet. Do you, which version do you like? Do you like Cleveland Rocks or England Rocks better? He I don't know what England Rocks is. I'm talking about when they did the cover version of You Really Got Me. Uh -huh. and, and and then and then when when they did their own song, Death May Be or Santa Claus, you don't know that stuff. No, I don't. Never mind. I suck. But yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, 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 You know, yeah, Joe yeah. Elliott has two albums out with uh, uh, like called the Down and Outs, where all they do is Mont and Hoople songs. Hey, I got to hear that. Yeah, they're really good. That's how I know of Mont and Hoople, and that's how I know. Joe Elliott said, and he's a liar on this. He said, we were never a metal band. You know, your first two albums uh, say different. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. you're, you're more like ACDC. But ACDC isn't a metal band. They're rock. And they're like raw rock. But Phil Cullen. I, I, I agree. You, go listen to the Tesla song off their last album called Summer Summer Fucking Song. And freaking sounds like Train mixed with Def Leppard. I hate both the freaking Train. <laughs> I like Def yeah. Leppard when they sound like Def Leppard. I don't want Tesla to sound like Def Leppard. There's six good songs on that new album out of twelve, and the rest of them are freaking just like that, 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 that. Um, it took you that long to finally realize how <laughs> bad Tesla is. No, they're not bad. That album is bad. I even like Simplicity that nobody really liked. I like. Just, it's like there's okay, Tesla's known Tesla's known for raw dual lead guitars, and there was hardly any solos on this last album. It was Def Leppard. I Leopard. do like Modern Day Cowboy as a song. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. All right. Well, let's get into. Uh, let's, we digress now. Let's get into your. Yeah. Let's not get into the bullshit. Let's get out of the bullshit for once. All right. Well, let's get into. Uh, Lee's uh, song called Open Up. So here's another instant classic by our own Lee Gershman called Open Up on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Give me some time 
open up sugar and lime open up like a cat open up show your map was Lee Gershman with Open Up. What, what, why did you, uh, I don't know, how did you come up with that yeah. song? Yeah, I, I, that, that, that was a part of a bunch of songs I wrote when I was drinking beer, not vodka, but beer, and, and I just, um, wrote some lyrics, and I did a bunch of songs, and some of them were three minutes, some of them were like one minute, I just kind of got lazy, but that was, that was kind of a, I just, I didn't have any reason why I did it. I was just doing it. That's your reason. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to do Who's Next. It was the Who's fifth studio album. It was developed from the Aborted Lifehouse Project, a multimedia rock opera written by the group's Pete Townsend as a follow-up to the band's 1969 album, Tommy. The project was canceled owing to its complexity and conflicts with Kit Lambert, the band's manager. But the group salvaged some of the songs without connecting the story elements to release as their next album. Eight of the nine songs, Who's Next, from Life, were from Lifehouse. The lone exception is John Etwistle penned My Wife. Ultimately, the remaining Lifehouse tracks would all be released on other albums throughout the next decade. That's pretty cool, man. I knew about hmm. the Lifehouse album. And you know where they got the, uh, the, the album cover from? Um, well, um, I'll, I'll let you say, because I have an idea behind why it's called Who's Next, but, but I'll, I'll let you say if you want. Okay, well, the album cover photograph was taken at Essington Colliery, of the band, of the band apparently having just urinated on a large concrete piling protruding from a slag heap. The decision to shoot the picture came from Ed Wessel and Moon discussing Stanley Kubrick in the film 2001 A Space Odyssey. According to photographer Ethan Russell, only Townsend acts actually um dang I lost my point. Bleh, bleh, bleh. I don't know what happened here. I think, hold on, hold on. Mark. Um, can, can I give a guess? Well, only so, Townsend actually took a piss? No, actually urinated against the piling. 
that's that's <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So rainwater is tipped from an empty film canister to achieve the desired effect. The sky in the background was added later to give the image of what Russell called the otherworldly quality. The rear cover showed the band backstage at De Montfort Hall. Link, I can't say these freaking words, man. It's like bad freaking English here. Amongst the debris of the furniture, in 2003, the television channel VH1 named the Who's Next cover one of the greatest album covers of all time. Which I agree, so, it's a pretty cool, simplistic album So cover. do you know what Who's Next means? No. What does it mean? Who's Next to Pee. <laughs> That's funny. Only I would know that. But, but, but you understand? It's like I went, now Who's Next? <laughs> that makes sense. And, and you didn't even guess that? Maybe I'm the one who has pee issues and you don't. I do sometimes. <laughs> okay, but but not as much as to say to a lady, "Hi, who's next?" And she goes, "What the hell?" Never mind. And yes, I did take that from Wikipedia. So don't be a jerk and say you got that from Wikipedia. How else am I supposed to give you information? I don't know all this shit. I wasn't there. I have to tell you that it <laughs> took me about maybe fifteen or twenty years before I finally figured it out. <laughs> you only took. 20 minutes to read Wikipedia, so you're better. No, I just know where to get information at, and sometimes Wikipedia is full of shit, though, but because I, I well, was there, and I know things sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, um, I, 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 my only problem is that everything that I know is in my own mind, so if I'm wrong, I don't like to admit it. <laughs> Alright, well let's get into the album, shall we? Track number one, the iconic Baba O'Reilly. What do you think about this song? Well, I have to tell you, when I first got this album, I listened to that violin part, and I was, or, or that, I mean that, that keyboard part, I thought, this is kind of weird. I was about seven, maybe close to seven, six, seven, and I was like, this is pretty odd. And then the music came on, and, and I thought, well, it's not bad. It's just totally different than what I've ever thought. And so it's like a progressive rock tune, but throughout the years, when you listen to it loud, especially when you have one speaker by your left ear and one speaker by your right ear, and you close your eyes and you listen to it loud, it sounds like you're in a concert, and it's one of the most cool, powerful, energetic songs that Chris Jericho can't claim credit for being a bodybuilder about. <laughs> it's a really cool song. It's like, it's anthemic rock. I can't say it's my favorite song on the album, but I have to say, I do not disagree with anybody who thinks it's their favorite song. Because even though it's not my favorite, it's in a way so close to being a favorite that it's not funny. They're all wasted! Yeah. I think this song should be like a heavy metal. Somebody should do a heavy metal version of this song with the 
instead of the freaking the organ in the beginning again, do it on guitar. Going, that sounds good. Wouldn't that be cool? If somebody just did the keyboard parts on guitar, like Nuno Bedencourt. Yeah, something like that. And then having Gary Sharon play it. Damn, that will beat Van Halen three any day. <laughs> I just think it would be awesome to freaking hear that. I love the the organ, man. It, it's really cool. And yeah. and the thing is, I'm trying to find out. Do you know why they called this song Baba O'Reilly? Because I always thought it was well, Teenage Wasteland. Yeah, I mean, it would have been better to be called Teenage Wasteland. But me, her, Baba, apparently was Pete Townshend's guru. And there was a composer named Terry Riley who did a thing called, I think it was called Thing in C, or something in C, and I've heard it, and, oh uh, boy, I, I, I don't like it at all, but he was an electronic composer, and so Pete Townshend named it after the two influences. One, his spiritual advisor, Meher, Baba and the other Terry O'Reilly. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to say, what an iconic song. You know this from the first time it comes on with those freaking organ, dude. It's like, and then the drums kick in and Keith Moon rules, man. And I already said, Teenage Wasteland! This would be yeah. a great metal song, like I said, with somebody doing the guitar parts, cut out the keyboards and just make it into a guitar thing. Kind of like what... Uh, it could. Kind of like what... Uh, uh, White Snake did with the Deep Purple stuff. Instead of doing uh, the organ, they used a guitar to play the organ parts. <laughs> How do you think of the the, the um, White Snake versions? Because I've never really heard them. Are they really good? I think they're pretty cool. People get pissed off because of uh, David Coverdale's voice isn't there anymore. It doesn't sound the same, but it sounds decent. It's not bad. I, I played it several times. I liked it. I like okay. Stormbringer. I like the version of Stormbringer that they do. I like the original better, but it's still really cool. Because Red, okay. Red Beach is a great guitar player, man. <laughs> right on. Freaking, uh, this is a great song. It's one of their all-time classics, man. Let's get to the next song, but you picked this song. So here's yeah. Bargain, the best I ever had. <laughs> I'm just joking. Lee, you're the, be <laughs> Lee, you're the best I ever had, buddy. No. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, you're, as a podcast. I mean, I'm the most cheap podcast host you've had. You only need to say yes I will do that shit album, and I'll do ten of yours. <laughs> All right, so here's Bargain on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
looking round, I look at my face in the mirror. I know I'm worth nothing without you. And like one and one don't make two, one and one make one. And I'm looking for that free ride to me. I'm looking for you. that was bargain why did you pick that track lee oh it's it's like there's i was influenced well i'll tell you this i've had a whole bunch of different bands 
well, a few of them were real bands. Others were imaginative bands with my stuffed toys. I had some stuffed toys by the name, their last name, Thippelini Mansberg. One was Tiger. One was a dog, Morgan Pirate. One was a stuffed toy, Mark Thompson. And one was a stuffed toy, Earl Tops. And I used to write words for these imaginary bands and I would have my stuffed toys play music and I usually use Van Halen with the toilets, the imaginary group, but when it came to a song called I Will Follow You, I only wrote the words, but I wrote it to the idea of the Who song bargain, like da-na-na, and you will see me and I will follow you. In other words, it, it was influenced by that, and I thought that it was a really good song. It was like, it's about a guy who's, well, the way I interpreted it, it was about a guy who's trying to find a woman who was like looking around for her, and that when he found her, he, he would be so happy and lucky. But it's like, the, the music and the drumming and everything just totally it's it's it, it's just very energetic it's like you're eating a energy bar and then when you eat the energy bar you go this is a bargain the best I ever had and then you play that song and you're like yeah man I'm better than Chris Jericho <laughs> sorry Chris I won't try to mention your name again because I don't want us to do a Fozzy review anytime soon uh, that's funny. I'm just going to ask you, uh, why do you have such a big thing against Quick Chris Jericho? I never knew this. <laughs> I was just kind of kidding, you fucker! <laughs> uh, you know, I saw Fozzie open up for Maiden, and they were really good. So, uh, I don't know. Fuck you, I don't like Chris Jericho. Never mind, I said I did like him. No, I don't know. I don't like re I don't like wrestling, but fuck, his podcast is okay, and his Fozzie's okay. They do a good... They do a good they do a good version of SOS by uh, by ABBA, and I hate ABBA. Oh, God. Listen, I just don't like the fact that he doesn't ask Paul Stanley any of the serious questions. Other than that, he's okay. <laughs> but, but I have to get on this case because I'm drunk, and I want to complain about a group other than the group that I usually complain about because you'll be... Telling me some shit I don't want to hear. That you liked it? <laughs> that, that I liked Sausage Factory. Okay, let's continue on. You like Sausage Factory? Do you go in there and open up wide? <laughs> That's better than saying the name of the other group, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, let's get into Bargain Well, You already said your thing on Bargain. I said, I love this song. Keith Moon rules, man. I love it how Pete comes in and sings the uh, sings the breaks. So, and I love the break. The lyrics are... And then the song goes into a different direction. I like it. Great song. Freaking, did I mess up my songs here? I think I did. No, ah. I'm the one who burped, not you. All right, well, let's get into the next song, Love Ain't For Keeping. What do you think of this one? That one is... I was My right. Dog. Pete did sing the bridge. My bad. <laughs> oh, no, no problem. All okay, right, go ahead. My dog liked it more than me. I used to dance in front of the mirror, and he would 
um, oh, grab shit. my leg. You're like um, Buffalo Bob? I'll just say yes, just to get you to shut up. But, but anyway, um, <laughs> um, I, 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 I would dance in front of the mirror and my dog would grab my leg when I was um, dancing to Jump by Van Halen. Shut up! I don't like that song, but I like to dance to it. <laughs> okay, but anyway, the the thing is, my dog liked Love Ain't For Keeping. My dog actually would listen to that song, and so I respect his opinion. His name is Norton. We wrote songs together. But in my opinion, the song is... It's what you would call, like, one side of the body is hot, the other side is cold, and they don't quite meet in the middle. And so the acoustic part is cool, and the part that's a little more heavy is right on, and they don't mix totally well, but you still like it. It's like a filler song that I really love, if that makes sense. So... Did you tell your captive with her tucked in shirt it puts the lotion in the in the basket or it gets the hose again? <laughs> and she took I, she took your dog while she the dog fell into the thing while you were dancing to jump. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! All right, Buffalo Bob, it's okay. Oh, I mean Lee. <laughs> All right, Love Ain't For Keeping. Cool acoustic song, love it. The drums sound so good. They're hard, but the song isn't. It's like Keith Moon is like going off like it's a freaking rocker, but it isn't a rocker. It's like freaking so cool. I love it. <laughs> it's a cool song, but it isn't uh, one of the best songs off the album. I just like the musicality of it. It's freaking uh, awesome. Uh, All right, well, let's get to the next track that you picked, the John Etwistle pin song called My Wife. And he even sang lead vocals on it. This is a rarity here with Etwistle singing. So here's My Wife by The Who on the Free Form Rock Podcast.
That was my wife, Buffalo. Bu I mean, Lee. Why'd you like that song? Shut up. <laughs> no. uh, well, I, 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 I honestly have to say, and I, and I feel kind of annoyed now to mention it, that it was my dog's favorite song on the album, and that's why I picked it because he liked it. But I actually like it too because he, well, no, because I, no, he also thought it was really cool, but I thought that it's it's just um, the words are really kind of sarcastic kind of like um, oh my life no my wife is in an airplane and and, and I want to leave her before I'm driven insane or something like that but it's like just a really fun kind of a song against someone's wife yeah, I think it's a cool song, but uh, I messed up, uh, Lee. It should have been, it tucks its shirt in or it gets the hose again. <laughs> what? You shut up! <laughs> you shut up! Shut up! Shut up! No lotion. It, she has to tuck her shirt in. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! All right, bye, wife. I like this song. It's cool to hear John sing lead. He's such a great bass player. Such a great loss to rock and roll. Him and Keith Moon both, man. Just think if they were still rocking with The Who. Fuck, I just saw The Who live, and they kicked fucking ass. Roger Daltrey's voice is spot on. Um, they It's a huge band that they have. They have an orchestra, and they have uh, another guitar player and a, and a keyboard player. It's like, I wish I could have seen these guys at their greatest with just four people on stage to see them just rock with just rawness that they, they did back then. It, when this album came out yeah. but fuck it was still a great show and I'd like to see them again if they don't die because fucking everybody's dying <laughs> we just heard that Frankie Benali of Quiet Riot has pancreatic cancer stage 4 man so let's pray for that guy what a yeah. great drummer when he had Kevin DeBras I, I have to tell you that one friend of mine used to go to the record store in LA back in the 70s and Frankie Benali worked in the record store, and he would play Italian progressive rock and stuff that was far more advanced than anything he did in Quiet Riot. So that guy is a real musician. Yeah, and he also played with Wasp, too. Oh, well, as if Wasp was progressive rock, ooh. <laughs> the only guy, good. the only guy who I admire is Chris Holmes, who sings worse than me. You got to respect someone who can sing worse than I can. Oh fuck! On uh, what is it? On um, what is it? On uh, that that movie, the the heavy, the what was the name of the movie? Yeah, he was in? the the, the, the heavy metal. Yeah, he I drinks. Oh God, he drinks more than you, Lee. Yeah. And but, but have you ever heard his album Shitting Bricks? No, I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> we should review it just to just to just to do it. All I right. think you would be like, "What the hell?" But no, man, he 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 sings lead. Dang, he sings like lead. Lemmy <laughs> from Motorhead sound. Uh, he, he makes Lemmy from Motorhead sound like me. All right. Well, let's get to the last. <laughs> Never mind. Let's get to the last track off the side one, which is 
The song is over. It's all behind me. What do you think of this song? I wish it was the last song. <laughs> and and that and that it it was off of the album. I I like some of it, but it's it's more like if I was in bed and I was strapped down and someone said you needed a shot of who music, we're gonna give you the song is over and I tried to scream and get out of bed but I was strapped in and they put the needle in and then well you know what? It's only about five or six minutes. I can wait it out. That's sort of how I feel about it. It's 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 like a tinker toy tune. It's like like soft crap, but not horrible, but close to it. I love this song. I like it when Townsend and Daltrey are like in the same song together, singing lead together. It's like Townsend sings the verses, Daltrey sings the chorus. Oh, Some songs, Daltrey sings the verses, and Pete, Pete Townsend sings the bridge and something like that. I love this. I almost picked this as one of my songs because there's two songs that I picked that's coming up later that you didn't pick. That I, I'm just saying, fuck it. Let's be. Uh, Let's be big bushy. Let's be the plug and play every song on the oh, album. Almost. <laughs> but, fuck. I'm not going to play every song on the album, but we're going to play. Yeah. This, this is going to be a music uh, episode where there's going to be a lot of music in it. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot and of poop I, I in it. I love when Daltrey says, I sing my song to the wide open spaces. I sing oh, my God. song to the infinite sea. I sing my song well, to you the like free. Well, you like Joby. To the free... Oh, Bon Jovi should do a cover of this. Bring Richie back. Yeah. Oh, God, no way. <laughs> I love this song. It's a freaking killer track. I love the piano. The fucking chorus is just awesome with Roger. Fucking kicks ass. I love this song. Now let's flip this bitch over and get into getting in tune. Uh, you didn't pick that one, but why'd you like yeah, this song? Yeah, of course I wouldn't. <laughs> why'd you pick this track? I didn't... Well... Why didn't you pick this track? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, 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 um, it's almost good. There's, there's a, there's, it's, it's, it's like Stairway to Heaven. It's like, it's almost good, but you really can't think of it as being great, except for the last minute. Yeah, but fucking, at Whistle's yeah, bass, at Whistle's bass is, and I like. Yeah, why don't we just eliminate everything else and have its bass? Damn it! Fuck that song, cool. But this song is awesome. I love this song, and I love it when Moon comes in and it starts off slow and comes in slow, and then Moon just rocks it. Freaking great bassline, incredible band, man. They they were so overlooked. You know how they have the big four of thrash, thrash metal. There should yeah. be a big four of classic rock with number one the Beatles, number two the Stones. Number three, Led Zeppelin, and number four, The Who. And if all these bands, I, bands were alive and rocking, we should have a freaking tour with yeah, these people. Yeah, I kind of agree. That's, that, believe it or not, I actually agree with you. And it makes me want to apologize for all the shitty things that I said within the last ten seconds. Because <laughs> they, they are, like, this is the four big bands of the freaking classic rock era, man. Freaking, they, they rule, yeah. man. You got the Beatles, the Stones, Led Zeppelin, and the, even Led Zeppelin came a little after all these bands, but still, they're there. And yeah. then the Who. But the, I like Led Zeppelin better than the Who, so I put the Who number four. The well, fuck? you have another good 
good ideas. So, hey, I'm going to change what I said. I'm going to say this is my favorite song. And I'm so sorry that I forgot to put it on my list. And How like, about that, honey? And like, <laughs> and like you said about the ending, the ending just rocks out. I love the ending of the song. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, well, let's get to the next track, which you picked, Going Mobile. Beep, beep, on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was going mobile. Beep, beep. Why do you like this song? Yeah, and I like that beep, beep. I should do an album called Beep, beep. You should anyway. do a song, beep, beep, tuck your shirt on, bitch. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to see Clyde tomorrow. She's a really cool performer, and, and I want to give her some music. Um, I might not give her the song we wrote, Fog in My Brain, but I might. But anyway, the whole thing is um, I like this song because it, it it's like a weird psychedelic trip. It's like, hey, man, am I in, in, in a car? Uh, wow, I'm driving, but I'm not driving in the car. I'm driving in my mind, and I'm listening to music. And, 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 and it just sounds like a really cool mental mobile trip if you know what I'm talking about it's the 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 acoustic guitar and the drumming and everything this this is like one of the one of the best songs on the album in my opinion yeah did you notice on this album he's hardly playing any solos it's just like and you don't really notice it <laughs> I was yeah, like, I was like listening to it. He's just not playing any solos. And Pete, Pete is a really great guitar player, but they're playing yeah. in the context of the songs, which is really cool. But when Metallica yeah. did it, they fucking ruined it. <laughs> Saint Anger wow. sucks. All right, but uh, this is a great freaking song, man. It's like I just want to put this song and and discover new places and drive to explore and find new yeah. cities and towns and people. Uh, maybe not the people, but. Cities and towns and freaking cool, man. Yeah. Uh, it's an acoustic, great song, acoustic. The drums on it are just awesome, and the break rules. Fucking great track, man. Right on. I love it. And then uh, you didn't pick Behind Blue Eyes. I know this yeah, is of like. Of course I every, would. I know everybody likes this song, including me, so I picked it. So oh, God damn it. Ah, sorry, Lee. So here's Behind Blue Eyes on the Freeform Rock Podcast. No one knows what it's like To be the bad man To be the sad man Behind blue eyes No one knows what it's like To be hated To be faded To telling only lies but my dreams, they aren't as empty as my conscience seems to be.
love is vengeance that's never free. That was Behind Blue Eyes, and why did you say, God damn it? Tired of this song? What's up? I never liked it. I I like it, um, well, I hate it less now, but <clears throat> it's like after the 100th cough, you know, after, you don't want to cough, but after the 100th cough, you say, well, my throat is used to coughing, so I'll cough. But um, <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's like, I just... I know Pete Townshend is kind of a wimp in some ways, and that he <laughs> he likes to um, look like Homer Simpson, even though he can sound like Jimmy Page sometimes, and other times he's like, duh, duh. And this is one of his duh, duh moments, where he's showing his softer side, like, squeeze the Charmin, wait, I'm sorry, I'll pull up my pants. But it's it's just... I don't know. I mean, I like it better than going to California by Led Zeppelin, but that's all I got to say about it. Yeah, I think uh, this song is awesome. I don't uh, like that. No, you don't. don't. You like going to California better, and you're wrong. And you know this song was covered by a band in every decade. Even freaking Limp Biscuit did a shitty cover of this song. <laughs> but fuck, uh, this is like one of the best songs ever. I can listen to this song. So you have to know what you're talking about here because <laughs> if you like a song like this, then you gotta be prepared for a group like Limp Bizkit. That's oh. the reason why I'm pissed off at people. Because the music that they think is good that isn't good means the shitty groups can provide the music. <laughs> I love anyway, this song. I'll shut up now. I can I, listen I, I to this. To interrupt what you said. I can listen to it on repeat over and over. It's such a bitchin' song. Reckon I just love it when my fist clinches crack it open before I use it and lose you lose my cool. If I swallow anything evil, if I was put a, your finger down God, my throat. Love that fucking song. If I was a gay prostitute and someone decided I will either pay you a thousand dollars, bitch, or you listen to 
behind blue eyes, I'd say, if you play behind blue eyes and give me $2,000, I'll be your bitch one more minute. Okay. But I'm not a gay prostitute. I just so forget what I had to say. I just, re I just rewrote the lyrics for you, Lee. No one knows what it's like to be Lee Gershman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's even gayer. <laughs> All right. Well, I love this song, and I don't give a shit what you think. You can like now, it or dislike it, whatever. This is a total who classic. I like your attitude. I don't like your opinion, but I like your attitude. All right. Well, let's get to the mo one of the most iconic who songs of all time. I bet Lee hates it, but uh, won't get fooled again. What do you think about this song, Lee? But before you give me what you think of, I'm going to play it. This is my last song I picked. I usually don't pick that many songs on a, on a thing, but I'm picking this because I fucking want to rock out to this song. So here's Won't Get Fooled Again by The Who on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Yeah. 
that was Won't Get Fooled Again. Why don't you like this song, Lee? Or do you like I it? Don't, I don't dislike it. Oh, I wow. actually think it's probably one of the better tunes. The only reason why I didn't pick it was because it's so obvious and it's so long that I thought anybody can hear it. So, to me, the fact that you picked it is fine, but it would be like if we did Sgt. Pepper's by the Beatles and then we did Some Girls by the Rolling Stones and we just keep doing the typical crap everyone does and we just keep doing the typical opinion everyone does but that's the only reason why I'm bitching the, I, the I, truth is huh? I just played it because it's an all time classic and it, it doesn't matter how many times it's played it should get played So, well that's okay like I was going to say, I'm not really against you playing it. I'm just bitching because I'm bitching. Maybe but I'm pandering to the the so some of the Who fans who just think this is the only song they did. <laughs> Maybe, but actually, I'm just trying to be a bitch. But anyway, the, you don't the, have to try, the, Lee. You don't hey, have to. Hey. Try. <laughs> but anyway, I um I like it. I I think that um. If I had to pick between which song I like better, between this and Baba O'Reilly, I still couldn't pick. I, I actually really, really like it. I'm just finding that um, the only reason I didn't pick it as my pick was because I thought it was a little bit long. But I, I, I do agree that your opinions on The Who are less important than the music. So if people skip your opinions and listen to the song, we'll get a lot of downloads. But anyway, I, I, I do think that it's a good song. It, um, Yeah, it's actually one of my favorites. The, the, I, I, uh, the, the only thing is that that's this... It's actually probably my favorite song on the album. But ah. I didn't pick it just because it was was long, and I didn't want to pick a long song. You can so always pick a long song. <laughs> hey, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I I love long songs, man. We need to do a Pink Floyd album where we just play the whole album. <laughs> hey, we need to do a Grateful Dead album where where where, where I pick a song that that's one minute long and you say it's too long. <laughs> Well, I said I'd do a Grateful Dead album with you. You haven't picked one yet, thank God, but I'm waiting. Uh, I have to try and find one that's actually really good and it's hard. All right, well, I don't care if it's hard. I just I care if it's good, and I haven't heard a great... No, freaking, I, mean, I hate that song, freaking... I, I hate that... It's hard for me to pick a good one. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Fucking Casey Jones. Oh, God, that song fucking just grates me. Right, no, I have to tell you there are some albums that they did that are kind of rocking. You okay. just haven't heard them because um, you, you, you didn't even know. Well, never mind. I only know Jerry Garcia because he has an ice cream flavor called Jerry, Cherry Garcia. <laughs> okay. Just joking. Oh I know God. who he is. I know who they are. Uh, what I mean is, you, 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 you didn't even... Well, don't get me started with airport convention. You actually think Sandy Denny sounds good in the Battle of Evermore, 
and she sounded like a man. She didn't sound like a woman. You don't like women women. You like women who look women, I guess. I love Pat Benatar and Ann Wilson. Never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm... Lita Ford. Uh, Nina Strauss. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lee, you froze. Hello, Lee. Hello. There you are. We're back. Yeah. You, you. You're freezing, dude. You're like freezing. You're freezing, McKeezing. All right. So this is my review of uh, Won't Get Fooled Again. I'm you know? still here. Okay, you want to... Well, I'm going to give my review Hi. while you were being silent. <laughs> Hello? So I'm here. Are, are you are you doing that on purpose because I mentioned Pat Benatar? Never mind. No, I didn't even know, hear what you said about Benatar. He went... And it went out. <laughs> he froze. Oh, but, no, no, I'm just saying that... that um, um, never mind. I'm saying... You, 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 like, um, it's okay about Pat Benatar. I was, I was just saying you like women who look like man women, but, <laughs> but no, no. <laughs> never mind. Didn't she tuck in her shirt in a lot of videos? <laughs> Actually in some. Yeah. Actually I had to look a long, a long, 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 long time for them, but yeah, I found them. All right. You, I said, well, this is my, you won't get fooled again. This, you know, when this song starts, it's the who killer beginning with the Oregon Freaking! I I could put this song over on repeat like Behind Blue Eyes. Great song, and that scream is so iconic. Yeah! I can't do it. I can't scream. Lee, you could scream. You always scream. Ah! Great way to end this album and killer bridge. And, and there is a solo on this song, and that Pete just killers. Now let's get into the bonus tracks because we usually don't talk about bonus tracks, but these bonus tracks are cool. We're just going to gloss over them and say like or dislike. And uh, What do you think about uh, Pure and Easy? Um, I, I thought it was okay. I, I thought that the original version on Odds and Songs, Songs was a little better. And then we, I, I think it's a cool track. And then you, and I think they, they, they put some of the lyrics in one of the songs earlier in that album. I can't remember. I forgot to write it down. Uh, you hear Daltrey singing a little bit of it. And then you got "Baby Don't Do," "Baby Don't You Do It," which is an old cover, I guess. What do you think of that one? Um, I, I think that it was kind of like a rehearsal, kind of like I, I liked it a little bit better when they did the live version. I, I, I thought it was decent but not wonderful. Yeah, I think it was cool. And then we get to Naked Eye. What would you think of that one? I actually like that version better than the one on Odds and Song. Sods. I, I thought that that was kind of like uh, like like um like Behind Blue Eyes but better. Yeah, I thought it was a cool track. I like it a lot and I didn't know that it wasn't part of the album until I bought the 1995 bonus track album. And then Water. Oh. Now, Water's pretty cool. What do you think of this one? Water is actually a really good song. It's like, I don't think that it belonged on here, but I had <coughs> an anthology called Join Together, which had a bunch of A and B tracks, and that was on it. And I thought, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really cool song. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a really cool song, and I, I like it a lot, and I think it really overlooked. I think it should have been on a real album. Yeah, did, did, did you hear everything I said? No, I didn't. <laughs> Hello? You cut out. Hello? I'm here, I'm here. Um, I can't hear you right now. Yeah, go ahead. What's happening with can you, this? Can you hear me now? Hello? 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 Lee? Okay, we'll be back as soon as we get Hello. Lee back on the line. Okay. Yeah, Water. Water yeah, was a cool I, song. I liked it. Yeah, I I actually thought it was one of the best. Or I thought it was a really good song. I didn't think that it necessarily worked in connection with this album, but I did have an album called Joined Together by The Who, which was a combination of A and B singles, and this was on it, and I really liked it, and I thought, in fact, whenever I would hear it, I would want to drink water after I heard it, because it was such a cool song. Nice, yeah, that's a really cool song, and then we get into Too Much of Anything, what'd you think of that one? I actually liked it, I... I forget whether or not it was on Pete Townshend's album Scoop. It might have been a track off of either Odds and Sods or The Who by Numbers, but it, it, it was a song off of another album, but I did like this version. I thought it was a little bit more gutsy, a little bit heavier in, from what I remember. Yeah, it was a pretty cool song, and then we get into I Don't Even Know Myself. What do you think of this one? Oh, that was a good song. If I remember correctly, I like the version off of Join Together a little bit better than the version that was on here. This sounded a little more like a rehearsal, but the actual song I do like. Cool, yeah, it's a cool song. And then we get into Behind Blue Eyes' original version. What did you think of this one? I actually like that. I, I, I think that, that um, Behind Blue Eyes, the original version, is a lot better than the one where they have the band come in, believe it or not. I actually really do like the original version that's just acoustic, which is kind of odd, but I do like it. Yeah, it's a really cool track. I like it, and uh, I liked it a lot. It's really cool. So let's get into the la the, our uh, tracks of the week, Lee. And you picked the seeds, pushing too hard. Why'd you pick the seeds? Um, well, one of my friends likes likes this group, and um, he mentioned the seeds, and so I thought, why the hell not? It's it's kind of a like a. It's, it's the kind of song that I thought that you might like because it just kind of goes on and on and sort of repeats itself. Like, you're pushing too hard, da -da, you're pushing too hard, da -da, you're pushing too hard, da -da, you're pushing too hard. And I thought, that's that's about what Mark likes. He likes, I want lasagna, da, I want lasagna, just ground meat, da -da, just ground meat, da -da, just cheese, yeah, just cheese, yeah, just in the oven, yes, in the oven, yes, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed, I'm going to work, I'm going to work, that's my life, that's my life, Lisa bitch, Lisa bitch, never mind. <laughs> Lisa bitch, Lisa bitch, yeah. Hey. Well, I'm going to play a well, brand new... Well, I thought of that, so you can say it. 
He's a bitch. All right, maybe not. All right, let's get into my track of the week, which I picked a new one by uh, Michael Sweet, his new solo album, 10. Get it? It's awesome. He has a lot of guests on it, and this song uh, features Ethan Broche on guitar with him. It's called Shine. Great message, man. He said, just get out there and shine. Be yourself, man. Don't let people bring you down. Just shine like we do, man. We shine. We're nice and shiny, right, Lee? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I, I use my shoe to shine my beard. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Here's the seeds pushing too hard. And Michael Sweet, shine. Until next week, man. Say goodbye, Lee. Bye-bye. And Baba O'Reilly. Later, bitches.
Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina, Skitter Pal Meow Meow, this is Bushy, and the Mountain Man. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure, only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much! You haven't listened to Mars Attacks Podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal based podcasts. You'll find everything from music based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it, get blasted! Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann. And if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's going to be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show. And it's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.